हेलो एंड नमस्ते हाई आज सो आज के कुछ पड़ने भादा खेल टुडे वे गोइंग टक अबाउट लाइक कति भन अब इट्स बीन लाइक टू मंथ्स और सो हाई आई बीन फलोइंग एंड रिडिंग एंड जोर्डन डॉक्टर जोर्डन बी पीटरसन एंड 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 हिज एंड हिज थट्स है एंड हिज थट्स एंड एवरीथिंग इज लाइक आर लाइक है यो लाइक आई थिंक इवन दो हिज लाइक वेस्टर्न बर्ड एंड टक्स अबाउट बाइबल एवरीथिंग बट आई थिंक इट इज सो रिटेड टू लाइक पीपल फ्रम ईस्टर्न अल्सो इवन दो इट्स नट लाइक अबाउट वेस्टर्न और ईस्टर्न इट्स अबाउट साइकोलॉजी हिज अ क्लिनिकल साइकोलॉजिस्ट हाई सो so uh, i i want to talk about the, there there is an article about him like jordan peterson the pursuit of happiness is a pointless goal all right so the title is going to be like that for today so i think let's let's get into the article all right so it's going to be interesting and please hang be be with me all right so um okay so i'm going to start with um It's going to be a little bit long but I hope you guys will be stay with me. All right, he's a Canadian psychologist, Jordan B Peterson, and his latest book 12 12 Rules of Life and Antidote and Antidote to Chaos is an ambitious some would say hubristic attempt to explain how an individual should live the, their life ethically rather than in the service of self. It is informed by the Bible, Nietzsche, Freud, Jung, Jung and again uncommon sources of the genre <laughs> all right so uh, okay okay peterson is a 55 is a psychology professor at the university of toronto who shot into headline in 2016 after refusing to use gender neutral pronouns at the university which new legislations bill c16s compelled him legally to there is a bunch of videos on youtube you can check him out and he's making so damn good points on that you know all right so okay there is mm-hmm. so peterson's world view is complex although 12 rules of make a heroic attempt to simplify simplify into digestible material it might be encapsulated thus life is tragic you are tiny and flawed and ignorant and we can everything else is huge complex and overwhelming once we had Christi- christianity as a bulwark um, against that terrifying reality but god died since then the defense has either become as either been ideology most pro- most notably marxism or fascism or nihilism these these lead and have led in in the 20th century to catastrophe happiness is a pointless goal don't compare yourself with other people compare yourself with who you were yesterday no one gets away with anything ever so, so take the damn responsibility for your life you conjure you conjure your own world not not only metaphorically but also literally and neurologically these lessons are what the great stories and and, and myth and myths have been telling us since civilization began Peterson studied political science before shifting to psychology and became obsessed with understanding at a time when the cold war was going and how to set of beliefs could be so deeply held it 
hell. It brought the whole world of humanity to the brink of destruction. It has driven him, him ever since to reflect on human nature and often irrational way in which we generate belief systems. You know, and he, his first book map, his first book maps of meaning, the architecture of belief in 1999 is a profound but often impenetrable tome that to quote his biographer described the structure of system of belief and myths their role in the regulations of emotion creation of meaning and motivation of genocide it all feels a long way from his latest book and which has chapter titles such as rule number one stand up straight with your soldier back and rule number 11 do not bother children when they are skateboarding but the philosophy at the heart of it is the same so all right this is a talk about uh, a guy and 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 him all right so so he he skyped peterson uh, and 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 this is the talk uh, this is a talk like and the, the the writer said i uh, writer said who the hell do you think you are moses he simply laughed peterson all right he simply laughed. No, I think I'm someone who is properly terrified. I've thought a lot about, I've thought a lot about very terrible things, and I read history as potential perpetrator, perpetrator, not the victim. That takes you to some very dark places. Also, this book isn't only written for some people. It's a, it's it's a warning to me. I'm also saying, look the hell out because the chickens come home to roost. If if I've learned one thing in 20 years of clinical practice, it's that I swear I've never been anyone get away with anyone in my whole life. All right. Nietzsche pointed out that the most morality is cowardice. That's an that there is an absolutely no doubt that 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 is the case. The problem with nice people is that they've been they've never been in any situation that would turn them into monsters they're capable of being. So if nice people get the chance of chance to discuss disguise their dark impulses from themselves, are they likely to indulge those impulses? Yes. And a little bit of soul searching would allow them to determine in what manner they are currently indulging them. The fact of our essential darkness may perhaps be transparently in the flood of hatred, abuse and rage. This is now clearly visible on anonymous Twitter feeds. It was so-called normal people, not psychopaths, who were responsible for the atrocities of Nazism, Stalinism, Maoism. And we must not forget, says Peterson, that we are corrupt and pathetic, and capable of great malevolence. So if so, if we are all are monsters, how we are to be saved? The first thing is to understand how our world evolves. Crucial to this is a 22-year-old experiment on inattention, the famous invisible gorilla experiment. This involved, according to two, team, two teams of basketball players and playing back the game to ob observers who were asked to count the number of passes their team made. During the game, a man in a gorilla suit walked walk to the court, pounds his chest and, and then walks up. More than 50% of the observers aston astonishingly did not notice the gorilla at all. Why is this so important? Because as Peterson notes, you only see what you are, what you aim at, not only metaphorically but also literally and psychologically. Your perce your perception is adjusted and at your aims to your aims to your aims. And 
so if your aims are dar dark and corrupted you will see the dark and corrupted things that facilitate your aims and if you are and if your aims are high you will see different things believe color perceptions this fits in fits in with his claim that you must pursue proper meaning rather than happiness it's all very well to think that the meaning of life is happiness but what happens when you're unhappy happiness is a great side effect when it comes when it comes accept it gratefully but it's fleeting and and and, and it's unpredictable it's not something you, something to aim at because it's not an aim and if happiness is the purpose of life what happens when you're unhappy then you're a failure failure and perhaps a suicidal failure happiness is like a cotton candy it's not it, it's just not going to do the job but how do, but how do we build meaning by putting it before expediency which is quite close to simply acting right peterson believed that everyone is born with an instinct for ethic ethics and meaning it is also a matter of responsibility you need to have the courage to voluntarily shoulder the great burden of being in order to move towards the meaning this is what the biblical stories tell us the great world stories have a moral purpose they teach us the they teach us how to pursue meaning over narrow self interest whether it's pinocchio the lion king harry potter or the bible they they are all saying the same thing take the highest path pick up the heaviest rock and you will have the hope hope of being psychologically reborn despite the inevitable inevitable suffering that life brings peterson biggest analysis of story has been the bible he lays out that the adam and eve myths show the coming of self consciousness and therefore an aware of mortality vulnerability and the future and good and evil everyone in the story immediately start to lie and dodge the blame adam blames eve eve blames the serpent then they gave birth to cain and abel and the first act of human history is for cain to murder his own brother out of resentment against him and god like and then lie about it am i am i my brother's keeper peterson talks a lot about the power of resentment in his writing we hate those who are better than us god abel and want to destroy them lie to hide from the consequences consult your resentment he says it is revelatory don't underestimate the malevolence and don't underestimate the utility of your capacity for malevolence if you're weak if you're weak you should turn yourself into monster it's a funny thing that monster is better than nice but it's not as good as not monsters and that's the next thing to achieve but cowering in your basement resenting everyone is the re is the real pathway to darkness you have to notice when you when you're feeling homicidal let's say you go to work and someone bullies you if you notice you're fantasizing some pretty nasty stuff and, and and that tells you two things the first is that you're not as nice as you think and the corollary of that is you're not as useless as you think god in peterson formulation stands in for reality or the future or the logos or 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 being or everything that isn't you and and that you don't know and the principal discovery of early mankind is that god can be bargained with bargained with <laughs> through sac through sacrifice uh, which is no more than saying if you if you sacrifice the pleasure of the presence present reality is likely to reward you in the future it's not guaranteed but it's the best option you've got 
having said that and noting that his lectures are purely purely about psychological rather than the ideological value of the bible peterson is a is a devout christian yes which is a form of insanity the ethical burden is ridiculous god might sweep you down even though you are doing the right thing but it's your best bet there is a great level of reality out there which we don't know and we don't understand we can bargain with it but it doesn't guarantee you anything and god and god can turn you on god can turn on you that is the thing about life there is no guarantee of success does he believe in life after death i don't know i don't know that i even believe in death i'm not sure we understand anything about the role of consciousness in the space and time i don't think the world is the way we think it is i'm not a materialist whatever is going on down there it there the subatomic level of matter is so weird that people who understand it don't don't understand it the last chapter of peterson book misleadingly titled rule num rule 12 peter cat when you encounter one on the street goes into personal struggles he went through when it was discovered that his daughter mikhaila had a rare bone disease for many years peterson's his wife and daughter fought the illness which clearly caused mikhaila terrible suffering it is also on record that peterson and his daughter have suffered clinical depression it is possible to be sure but it seems clear that the agony of this experience has had a major impact on him and how he comes to focus on and the underlying darkness of life there is much more to be said about jordan b peterson he's a strange mixture of theologian psychologist conservative liberal wit and lay preacher it's so he's a powerful advocate of the scientific method who is not a materialist he can go from cuddly cuddly to razor sharp in a bit his primary concern however which underpins nearly everything about him is the defense of the individual against groupthink whether on whether on the right or or, or the left your group identity is not your cardinal feature that's a great discovery of the west that's why the west is right i mean the that un, unconditionally the west is the only place in the world that has ever figured out that the individual is sovereign and and that's an that's an impossible thing to figure out it's it's an amazing that we managed it and and, and it's the key to everything that that we've never ever done Peterson's twelve rules are like that. Rule number one: Stand up straight with your soldier back. Rule number two: Treat yourself like you would someone you are responsible for helping. Rule number three: Make friends with people who want the best for you. Rule number four: Compare 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 yourself with the one who who you were yesterday, not with who so, who someone else is today. Rule number five. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Rule number six: Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Rule number seven: Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Rule number eight: Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. Rule number nine: Assume that the person you are listening to listening to might know something you don't. Rule number ten: Ten, be precise in your speech. Rule number eleven. Do not bother children when they are skateboarding. Rule number 12, it's a cat when you encounter one on the street. Well, thank you so much for listening and this was today's episode and see you guys later.